Hey. Okay. Hey. <laughs> this is Scarlett, one of my best friends. <laughs> Sorry, we're redoing the intro. I like literally. I can't do. I can't like do something over again. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> like I can't do it. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Anytime. This is Scarlett and I's second time trying to do a podcast. Um, I'm gonna put some clips. Insert clip here. <laughs> <laughs> You're the one who has to keep it together. <laughs> you. So that's why <laughs> we couldn't really get our stuff together. We were we were really high on shrooms, and at the at that point, I wasn't ready to come forward with my drug use so mm. we weren't gonna tell anyone there and was a lot of stuff that i think was gonna be cut out anyways yeah <laughs> so. <laughs> and then we also one of the angles got deleted so we just scrapped the whole thing we really thought that was a good idea at the time we thought this was gonna make us like really like like you know open the third it. eye like just <laughs> have, let the conversation flow we didn't actually speak for the first hour of it <laughs> We just stared at each other laughing and crying. We were literally just like high off our ass, like literally just so warm. And like we thought we just like did. We completely forgot about that part of shrooms, which is where you're high and you don't want to talk. And all you want to do is laugh. So that's kind of what happened to us Mm -hmm. for three hours. It hit us and we're like, yeah, let's start this podcast now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, not the best idea. And then I I thought today like we were going to drink and Scarlet sober, so yeah. Um, four days going strong. <laughs> <laughs> How long is this sobriety gonna last? <laughs> I don't know. It's just something I'm trying out. Okay. Why? Um, I don't know. I've, I've just like never done it. Like I feel like it, it, I've been like, especially like since the pandemic, like consistently drinking almost every day. Like every every like thing I have to go to and somehow ends up involving alcohol like mm-hmm. you know this like if you go to like an event or like hang out with friends like the first thing you do is like all right let's get grab a bottle of wine on the way or something yeah so I was kind of like do I'm, I have control yeah. over this let's see <laughs> I'm not a huge drinker myself but um oh, that's there's I'm so like I ta- I'm gonna cut this out but I'm I teeter the line so much with how much I want to share with my drug use this is the only subject that I don't know how much I want to share yeah but I'm not a big drinker um so that's why I'm like confused um or that's why I'm interested in kind of other people's relationships to alcohol um yeah and it's just fascinating also alcohol hits people so much cooler than it hits me like people really enjoy people cooler yeah people like get to people go crazy on alcohol and like get to be fun and wild and like let loose and like that's what I think alcohol should do to people it's kind of like give them this like liquid courage yeah that's like what it's technically like what the reputation of alcohol is but it just doesn't do that for everyone and yeah it doesn't do you do- feel like that doesn't do that for you no it does i the i feel only, like it has like I, in the past when yeah, I was younger yeah, yeah. i feel like alcohol hit me in a normal way mm-hmm. but and then some i've tried different alcohols now but i'm trying to because i tried vodka and then i tried tequila because people said tequila was an upper. I think even you were part yeah, of that. I'm a big advocate yeah. on tequila being like the most fun drunk. Yeah. For like going out. If you want to like stay awake and stuff yeah. like that. Vodka, I feel like can make you like, it makes me aggressive sometimes. It does? Or, it makes maybe you aggressive? Like, I think it just like heightens my emotions in a way that like, I'm not just like, oh, whatever. I don't care. Like happy. Like sometimes I can like, if I drink enough vodka. Yeah. The only times I've ever really gotten like 
angry while drinking is like with vodka i realized yeah. and with someone who pisses me off but you know like it's like the combination of the two interesting that's interesting it's interesting that people like literally get different like different from alcohol. drunks yeah because yeah. whiskey yeah. see i that's tried whiskey one. that was Did the new like alcohol it? that i was trying it doesn't it's all the same well that's not true it's not all the same because wine for instance does get me slower like it makes yeah. me kind of in a slower pace and that's the one i will say like if i'm actually trying to get fucked up like <laughs> wine will fuck me up because uh vodka tequila I, like most hard alcohols i've tried um i feel like i act the exact same you know what yeah. i mean nothing's really changing this this <laughs> ship unfortunately and it sucks <laughs> no it, it actually sucks um but yeah alcohol is interesting for me yeah yeah wait i'm gonna quickly introduce you scarlet is a model and how do you how do you scarlet is a model she's one of my best friends we've been best friends for seven years i think now we met i've been i've lived here for almost eight years now okay actually pretty much like to the i met you like pretty soon after you moved here yeah yeah i'm i want to say four to five four months after Mm -hmm. four months after I moved here. I went to a party that my friend took me to at, oh, I don't want to say whose house it was. <laughs> I don't want to say it. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's not where we met. That is where we met. On my really? life. I think that's where we I met. Felt like I, I thought like I knew you then. Or maybe we just like clicked because we were like, I thought I that's where like we met. were like hanging out that whole night. Wait, maybe. Or we could have met because I have two. I thought memories. we met at like Warwick. I was about to say it could have been the night at Warwick, but I wasn't sure if that was after. I'm not maybe sure. Was it was like very soon. Friends. Yeah, maybe. Maybe this was the night. So we met at Warwick. Yeah. When we were probably 16, 17. 16 and years 17. Old. Yeah, literally. Yeah. I remember seeing Scarlett being like, this is like the prettiest girl I've ever seen in my life. That's what that's what I said too. No, I don't even I don't even care. But that's not true. <laughs> no, I don't even care. Scarlett, it's like strikingly beautiful with her hair, blonde hair to her waist. She's like definite I say this all the time, Scarlett. She's like definition like that bitch. She is like Shut the, the blue, she's like the blueprint of like a perfect person, like blonde like everything every girl wants to be and everyone who watches this and bought brandy melville knows this and probably would agree you're like a legend in like 2000 (laughs) and like what what even era was that that like like when it Brandy was just Melville the Brandy was cool. Melville era. When Brandy yeah. Melville was like cool. You, that was a good era. When you when Brandy Melville was cool, you were like the face of Brandy Melville, and that was probably what every single girl in America in Italy probably wanted to be. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember being like, "Oh my god, this girl is like the prettiest girl I've ever seen in my life." Aww. And then she ended up being like so nice, and then we've been best friends ever since. Yeah, Scarlett's, <laughs> Scarlett's one of Scarlett's one of the healthiest friendships I have. Uh, <laughs> wouldn't you say so yeah i would say so cool like most consistent friend i've had what does consistent mean like we've just consistently been, been good friends. yeah yeah but yeah so we met at this we met at warwick i, I guess we met at warwick and then we met at yeah. this party for the, like the first time this was um or i guess we hung out for the first time and like time. really got and really got yeah. i don't even know because I, I remember know. that's the night i like met christine burke i had food poisoning that day this doesn't this is so relevant <laughs> I had food poisoning that and day. you were like i'm not missing this opportunity I, I had it was like from bad tuna that i ate and i was like literally throwing up and i was like i have to go this was like my f- third fourth month living in la and i was like i have to go this yeah. is so fun <laughs> um and i'm glad that i went but um that's how scarlet and i know each other and that's scarlet and scarlet's a model and she's the best 
And yeah. So Scarlett recently um, got into a new relationship. Do you want to talk about it? Um, I guess like is it I, any? I cut out shit all the time. But is it weird because you guys are fighting, or do you are you? No, fighting? no, we're okay. we're, we're okay. fine now. Okay. Um, I don't know. I don't know how to talk. About this. <laughs> you knew I was gonna bring this up. No, I knew. I didn't know it was gonna be the first subject. <laughs> you know what made me think of it? It was just the alcohol thing. Yeah. Um. I knew we were going to talk, I mean, like, we've talked about this so much, but, like, I still yeah. don't know, like, how to talk about this because I haven't yet. You know what I mean? Because you haven't talked about it yet? I haven't talked about it yet. Like, here's your platform. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Scarlett, um, I think that's something you have to say, otherwise people are going to think I'm offensive. <laughs> you are offensive. <laughs> you think you're offensive, I won't ask. No, no, no. I'm just trying to think of, like, how I even, like... We also don't have to talk. This is literally up to no, you. No, I know, I know, like, no, we, I know. Like, <laughs> we've talked about this. I don't know. I just, like, this bang energy drink. <laughs> I'm, like, you shaking. You're fine. This is, like, the least low-stakes thing ever. I, I say know, stupid I just, shit I all the time. I tequila shot. Why don't we drink? No. <laughs> Why don't you start drinking tomorrow? No, 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 no. I can't. I think you should. No, I'm... I, 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 I can't. Because then I'm just going to keep finding days that it makes sense for me to drink. Well, the thing is, is this is a special day because this is going to be a timestamp in our friendship. You know what I mean? <laughs> what, say it again. No faith. Oh, I didn't know um, how long you wanted to stay sober for. No. I wasn't sure if you wanted to do like two weeks or like eight. Like, I don't know. I didn't assume it would be more than two No. Weeks. I mean, I'm, I'm okay. I'm chilling. I don't need it. Um, let's start over. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so, Scarlett, so <laughs> Scarlett's in a new relationship now. Yeah. Yeah. The floor is yours. <laughs> I'm dating a girl. <laughs> um, and you told me you were going to bring this up, but like I also still don't know like what. Elaborate to in say. any in any way you want. You can say if you're happy or whatever. I'm happy. How is it dating a girl? It's it's great. What are some of the differences? Um I I was saying earlier while you think about this. Um you know, like, so many girls, like, get into... I was saying this is Scarlett. Like, so many girls go, like, bi or, like, have, like, kind of gay phases. That's, like, kind of just, like, our generation, you know? Um, yeah, there's definitely a spectrum. We're, like, super open and super um, fluid for the most part, especially in, like, liberal cities where we live. Mm -hmm. um, but <laughs> everyone... And for the most part, like, people can either, like, uh, be, like, bi their whole lives or end up with a guy or end up with a girl or whatever. Um... I genuinely, I was saying to Scarlett, I was like, I genuinely could see Scarlett just staying with girls forever. Like, you're like yeah. one of, because I've had so many friends have, like, bi phases, but you're, like, one of, probably the only friend of mine where I'm like, I think she might just be gay. <laughs> In the best way. I think I might just be gay, too. Yeah. <laughs> no, I love that. That's like, at the same time, I saw it coming, but I didn't see it coming. But at the same time, I'm like, yeah, this makes sense. Yeah, that's kind of how I felt. Mm -hmm. I was like, somehow, I myself didn't see it coming, but then I was like, oh, <laughs> oh there we go yeah like, i don't know like a lot of things just like fell into place yeah how we meet yeah. um our agents set us up we're with the same agency mm -hmm. you know this yeah yeah well this is a share share what you want to share <laughs> you don't want to talk about it no we could talk about it do you want to talk we can talk well let's talk about something else then i don't know <laughs> 
<laughs> I think you, you're, I think you, it's because we've already talked about all this that I'm like I feel like I'm like telling other people instead of telling you. Yeah, you. Like, but I I do that all the time. You know, like yeah. I literally just said a story I've said to you too on the podcast. Just now. yeah, yeah, yeah. You can you can say that if you feel awkward. I say that too when I've repeated something. I'm like I've said this before, but yeah, you know, you've you said. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Exactly. Um, okay. How, like, what? What exactly am I supposed to say? Like, no, what, like it's, just, it, it's just expressing yourself. So there's no, there's no right or wrong. Mm-hmm. It's just like whatever expression comes out. God, I have no expression right now. Um. Okay. Yeah. So. <clears throat> okay, yeah. I'm dating a girl. It's <laughs> <laughs> like you're doing a spelling bee or something. <laughs> I don't know why the pressure is on. I just haven't like talked about this. Like I haven't like posted photos really. Like I had this is like the first time I'm really like even like opening up about it. So I don't know. Like I didn't like plan it. Like what yeah. I would say exactly. Like how much I would say. So I think that's why I'm like caught off guard just like but how does it compare like being in love with a girl like you know what do um, the highlight reel of like all the cool things you've yeah, discovered you know a girl well i would say like the difference is um like there's obviously like, a lot more emotions like th- like there's two like emotional girls involved now instead of like i think there's like less fuck, Bro, I don't even know how to explain this. I've even yeah, talked do. about this with you before, and like I don't know why it's like. You, can you, you know ask me some it. of the questions you've asked me before, so I can like because I feel well, like you're always you like. Question. So tell what me. are some of the highlights? Um, regular, and what's, what's regular the difference orgasms? between guys and girls? <laughs> Say it again. <laughs> regular orgasm <laughs> is a given. Like a different kind of comfort level because like girls like understand the same things that you go through to a certain extent. Like you know your bodies go through the same thing. Like your emotions and like everything are very different from a man's and like being with a girl you'd kind of like have like a different understanding and like sometimes that's like chaotic because like there's so much emotion and like everything's kind of heightened like the fights can be so much worse or at least in my experience mm-hmm. <laughs> but like also the good the good parts of it are like so like so much like better like there's just like a different kind of connection that just feels like right would you say it's more like a best friend kind of connection that's different or what do you um, mean i felt like best friends with Mm -hmm. the guys i've dated yeah like i feel like i always kind of but i guess like a girl best friend but it's different yeah yeah yeah. there's a difference between a guy best friend and a girl best friend like i can be like more open i feel just more comfortable being open about certain things Mm -hmm. and vice versa (laughs) i was gonna say do you want to smoke weed would that like make you feel better maybe yeah okay (laughs) It could make it so much worse. I'm just warning you. <laughs> to just cut the nerves. And it'll Is that as a two-bed joint? Yeah. Yeah. Is everything still working? We can't afford another mishap. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> okay. Um, um, so okay. women. So women. <laughs> women. Um. Yeah. Let's talk about this. There's a lot of things that I've been, like, thinking about um, that I've had to, like, do differently or maybe I've been like thinking about it differently mm-hmm. ha- I mean like having like liked girls forever but now like having a girlfriend and like being open about that with people I just meet like the differences and like the way that I, pr- I probably make it up in my head but the way that they now think about me like mm-hmm. 
if I'm like on a on a shoot and like changing in the dressing room now and stuff like that with another girl, I always it's just like oh, things like that, damn. like small that's, differences. That is an interesting like thing yeah, to bring up. That's like things I've noticed that are you I've kind of had to change. Like I have to turn around and like yeah, you know, I don't want to make anyone. I'm now thinking like, oh, what if they think I'm like looking at them or something? Yeah, but yeah. Are you that? There's not much different. <laughs> are you looking at? It? That was my next question. I was no, like, I mean, like, your... I've always like admired girls. Like I've yeah. always like been like. I think all girls admire girls. All girls yeah. admire girls. Yeah. Everyone admires girls. Like, Actually, even yeah. people Every who are attracted to girls. Yeah. girls. Like, yeah. like women are just like undeniably attractive. Yeah. There's something like beautiful. Girdy, girls are like the beauty of the world. Yeah. Guys would say for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. That's why like, there's like. That's why guys do anything that they do is to get beautiful women. Well, that's because of sex. That's that's um, which is women, which is women and guys. But like, yeah, they're like sex driven. Yeah. It's more for themselves, I think, than like, yeah, I don't but know. But yeah, yeah. Um, it is, yeah. It's for themselves. It's for like self-satisfaction. But w- they need us to do it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? So it's like there's a key component <laughs> <Yeah>. there. <laughs> I shouldn't have smoked. I'll be fine. Um, um, fuck. I want to ask more about your relationship with Emily. I'm like curious. like The difference between being in a relationship with a girl and a guy, a big difference is like, I feel like people don't, respect female relationships the same way like i don't think that they like there's no like judgment or anything like that that i felt but like people will like blatantly hit on my girlfriend guys or girls girls will blatantly hit on my girlfriend whether i'm there or not Mm -hmm. (laughs) like and she'll be like oh yeah this is my girlfriend and a girl will be like yeah like hi nice to meet you and then just literally go for it and be like i've never tried girls before like i literally like you're making me like question like so much and like they'll just say this to like someone i'm like in a relationship with where like you would never do that like to no. like you know they'll just full-blown like mm-hmm. go for it and i kind of just like find it funny most of the time but at the same time I'm like that's a little weird actually now yeah. that i think about it like yeah. i've always like you know been like very like like both of us like compliment girl i've always like like kissed girls like for fun and stuff yeah, yeah, like yeah. that and like um i think that's like very normal with women but like I think because the girl I'm dating is more of a masculine girl, they feel like it's like a safe place mm-hmm. to experiment. Experiment, maybe. Yeah. No, you do have a hard situation with being with the like the girlfriend that you have, just yeah. because like um, she is would be a lot of like straight girls type. I think. Yeah. You know what I mean? She's not like kind of like a like a is a term like a lipstick lesbian? Is that a term? Is that a term? I'm pretty. I, think it's like I, I, fe- I like. I, just I remember like, hearing that term on MTV. So I don't know if that's like cool <laughs> to say. So don't quote me. I don't okay. know. I'm assuming it was no, cool because it was on that. MTV. Yeah, um, she's not a lipstick lesbian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but there's like masculine girls and more more masculine girls and feminine girls. And there's like everything in between. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, she's definitely like like she's a like beautiful a ruby, girl who ruby could pass for like. Vibe. Yeah, I don't, yeah, like yeah, a like Ruby a Ruby Rose, Rose vibe. vibe. Yeah. yeah, she like looks like Justin Bieber kind of thing, but you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, like a li- in like a good a, way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you start smart. You're like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what can I say? Um, She's beautiful. <laughs> I the the reason why I think it's cool for you is um solely because like you hadn't like in so long like gotten a connection like that with in, with somebody so i'm just yeah. happy that you found someone that like makes you feel that type of way you Me know too. yeah yeah I, yeah <laughs> it's been i haven't been in a relationship for like over a year before meeting her when i met her it was like i couldn't i just couldn't not like we've had a lot of problems like it was probably like the hardest start of a relationship i've ever had 
like very toxic in the beginning um but I mean it's still the beginning yeah I think that like it's a kind of connection that I'm like I can't like I can't just like let it go like I've tried when things got like hard I tried to kind of this is kind of just for you maybe like mm-hmm. we're not gonna put this on we can cut anything out but afterwards. yeah like yeah you tried what like I tried to like kind of just be like all right like this is too much like this mm-hmm. isn't worth it but I think it like it is until it isn't yeah you know? like I'll just like know if it's too much but at this point like I can't like I'm obsessed like you know this like I literally <laughs> no, I know like, it scares me yeah <laughs> <laughs> no it's definitely not healthy <laughs> <laughs> um so anyways is there anything ever like um because i'm curious i think a lot of girls consider I keep forgetting i can't just lay you down can, you can lay down i literally no it's totally fine this is a podcast as well so it's audio you know what i mean yeah. you can kind of do whatever this is just the video component of the podcast for the most part it's audio okay you know so it, you could be in your bed in my bed oh that sounds kind of nice right now you can lay down as well Should we make, make yourself comfortable no i'm okay um but fuck what was i saying that joint is just making me want to like be in this blanket we're all up in the blanket um are there well i was saying like i think a lot of girls um consider maybe being gay or am i gay or could i be in a relationship with girls do i like girls enough more than me like just drunk kissing them to date them you know there's so many things that goes through girls heads i think a lot of girls in our generation can consider the fact that they're either bi or gay i would say a lot of girls um myself included but i'm pretty straight to be honest i know that i I love guys way too much like i just know that i will end up with a guy like i just know that because i love boys i just do but um i've even think and the reason in my head is why i know that i'm straight is because um i i think i would miss certain things if i was with a girl that's and that was my next (laughs) well the first thing that comes to my head shallow enough is their body (laughs) because i would just miss like a man's body like Mm -hmm. a big body next to me like nothing beats that like that's like my thing yeah i just like like big i feel like you've always kind of known like what you like and what you wanted yeah well to a certain extent to a certain extent well i know like what i'm attracted to and i know no i think the better way to phrase that is i know what i don't like Mm, (laughs) is i know what i don't like i actually don't know what i like but i i'm very easy to filter like i'm not interested in that or you're not you wouldn't make me happy or this or that yeah there's something or i'm not attracted to you um but is there anything in this relationship like now kind of like actually doing it and actually being in a relationship with a girl where you're like well, I'm sure there's benefits, like obviously, like certain things that like never happened before. But um, is there anything where you're like a guy, a, a role a guy filled? You can say no. I don't know the answer, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, a girl can't do or there's something that is missing from the relationship that you feel because it's just two girls. Is there anything a guy, a, pre- a presence of a man brought that no girl can do? I don't know. Um, no. <laughs> Love that. Yeah. No, I think that if anything, there's like more components that go into it now. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's complicated, maybe because it's like my first relationship with a girl. But um, it's like I prefer that. Mm-hmm. Like I prefer like um, the dynamic between a girl and a girl. Maybe I'm biased because like I'm in a relationship right now with a girl. But and it's like my most recent reference to a relationship. But yeah, like I, there hasn't been a moment where I've been like, do I miss guys or anything like that? Like. I think that if this relationship weren't to work out, I probably would be only on the girl wave. Yeah. I think what it comes down to, too, is like just, well, 
it's like openness as well like in my head i'm thinking about that i'm like oh like so that's interesting she doesn't feel like there's like a difference or obviously a difference but doesn't feel like anything's missing in my head i'm like envisioning me with another girl like as you're saying this i'm like i could see that like me and like a good really good best friend and us just Mm -hmm. like really like each other so it comes down to just like openness you know i think open to the idea that maybe you don't need a guy as well obviously it's sexual orientation but i think a lot of people are on a spectrum just in yeah. general so it's like it's you can't really say you're 100 percent straight or 100 percent gay you know yeah i don't think Most anyone people. really is i think there's i would like to say i don't think anyone is but i'm sure that there's some people that would argue that that are like gay and being like i'm a hundred percent gay like you know yeah yeah so then that's kind of where i like don't say that because like there's some people i'm sure like would bet their lives that they're 100 percent gay or 100 percent straight and i don't want to like to credit that but i i also agree of i think most people like have been attracted to both sexes like where you can't even control it like i like i'm i'm sure you had instances when i when i was young i don't think i knew enough about like like real like like I didn't think I knew what I was saying, but I, when I was young, I got in trouble at my elementary school because me and this girl came out as lesbian at my very progressive school, by the way. My mom, they called my mom and my mom goes, and what's wrong with that? My mom was so like, fuck you. You're not going to tell me me, yeah, my daughter coming up. Like, yeah, my mom was like, you're not upset over that. There was lesbian moms like who t- had daughters at the school, like, and it was a really small school. So like, who are you to say that that she, they were saying like, this is so inappropriate that your daughter, me and this girl, Minnie, her name was Minnie. We came out to our whole classes, lesbians. It, for each was other. it just like we were best? Bit? We were just <laughs> no, we were best friends and we loved each other so much yeah. and that we were just like, we're lesbians, obviously. Yeah. Like we love, we were best friends. And so we just, we would hang out all the time. And like, that's the thing is like when you're a kid, like you, there's so much like child, like sexual exploration that you don't, it's so innocent. And like, it doesn't really have like, um, like it's just simply curious it's out of curiosity it's you you've just been born you're now like still trying to figure everything out five on the world like you have you have no idea what's really wrong you have no you're just merely interested in like what who you are what your friends are and stuff like that even when you're young like you have like kind of like a slight idea of like gay straight whatever um and even at that age i remember being like kind of interested in girls at that age and that's how i kind of and i'm sure boys feel the same way with their guy friend that's really fucking good at sports yeah that's like oh shit like that guy's kind of (laughs) hot like for a moment i don't know it's admiration in some sense where you're like you don't know the difference because i don't think you even like know like about like sexual like sexuality there's when like, it comes down to sex like i yeah. think you just think love is like connection and like yeah. admiration and there's like, there's some theories that um that like some philosophers have made that kids come out like right out the gate sexual which is like really fucked but um that is an argument people make so i don't know to be honest like low-key i was a sexual kid yeah there's a though that's the thing is there's a lot of kids that are like right out the gate like super sexual like yeah oh yeah do you you were you were like can i say it uh, yeah, what was are you going to say? Was it you or one of my other friends <laughs> <laughs> that was, like, making themselves, like, orgasm, like, throughout their childhood? Was oh, that yeah, you? that was me. That was you. I think that was you, and that was... <laughs> Guilty. No, that's, Guilty. Like, that's, like, literally... When did, like, when did that start going down? I don't know. Like, like what age do you think it was? Um, I'll tell you mine if you tell me yours. I'll tell you mine. Okay. Yeah. 
I think it was probably like maybe like six or seven. Okay. Maybe, yeah, somewhere around there. Like Mm -hmm. I was very little. I didn't know, like I thought I was the only person who could do that. Like I thought I I thought that this was something like I discovered. That's amazing. And I remember like having a diary that would like ask you questions. This just like this memory just like rushed back to me. But I had a diary that would like ask you questions so you could journal about them. Okay. And one of the questions was, what, what is one thing that you can do that nobody else can? <laughs> oh my god. And I was like, oh my god, like I know exactly what this is. <laughs> This is my superpower. <laughs> In a way, you were kind of right. Like, yeah. you're probably one of the few seven-year-olds, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, really That's going true. there, you know? Yeah. That was it? <laughs> no, that was it. And, like, I, I don't even remember what I wrote down, because I didn't know how to explain it, but I was yeah, like... Yeah, I would be curious to see, like, yeah. how you articulated that. I wonder where that is. I wonder if my parents ever found that. <laughs> Threw the book away. Yeah. <laughs> oh. No, seriously. Oh, my God, it should be. It should be. Oh, my God. I think my parents knew. I think I was just like masturbating I, everywhere. I like, do not think your parents knew. I think they knew. Why do you think they knew? Because I I vividly remember like like masturbating like in the backseat of the car. My parents were with in. your but hands under like a blanket. Like okay. I thought it was like low key, but I was also like I don't think it like I knew it was bad, but to, I just kind of didn't want anyone to know at the same time. So I don't think I was like to completion. No, I don't know actually. I don't know if I like. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I think I just like rubbed one out in the backseat of my parents' car. This is, I guess I kid. This is insane. Um, yeah. It's, I, I thought like all kids were just like no, figuring that a, out. No, to a degree, you're, I think you're right. I, I, um, I remember I went to the doctor because I was, I was getting like really horny and I didn't know why. Like, and I remember being like, something's wrong. Like something's wrong. Like, I don't like feeling like this. Like I don't like, it was too much to the point like where, oh my God, I don't know. I don't think I can share this story. It's I mean, much. that makes sense. Cause you're always like, have been overwhelmed with how much, like your emotions. I feel no, like. No, I know. Like, how I, much you feel. <laughs> like you're just like, you feel one thing, sadness. And you're like, nope, can't do this. I'm out. Fuck this. No, I know. I need to stop doing that. I just can't. Like, I just literally can't. No, stop. I think that's like part of who you are, clearly. If like, yeah, the feeling of like no. being horny was like, oh God, nope, I don't like that. I'm feeling something right now. <laughs> like, gotta go to the doctor and figure this out. No, I literally, so I went to the doctor and I I remember it was my first time. I was probably like 10. It was my first time getting like a like a vaginal checkup. You don't do that until you're like yeah you, till so you're did way you, like older. tell him something was wrong there no, thank god it was a woman it was actually and thank god it was or the her. woman it was the woman who delivered me she was um, like so i had known her she was like cool i i was fine with this doctor i remember my mom put netflix on her phone it was like right when netflix could go on a phone at this time so it was like really great and i was like put on headphones and like was watching netflix while i was getting this fucking vagina exam because i could not like i was so like embarrassed by it because like it was that's so exposing as a kid like you're not supposed to do that yeah but i insisted that something was wrong and so and i i was like i need to go to the doctor like there's something how did you explain that to your mom i told her this is what i would say i said that it felt like a bubble i was like it feels like i have a bubble like on my vagina like and that's what i would say don't you kind of know what i if, like pre- like pressure maybe? i don't know like, what that's how i'd explain it i was like it feels like there's just like a bubble like i just like like I'd build up <laughs> something and i was like something's wrong like any they would like fully they're like nothing's wrong like da 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 and like this consisted and there's things i'm not going to share about it i just i just i've thought about it I'm not gonna share it on the podcast yeah. but um 
I, and then I finally reached the conclusion. And, and then I just learned to deal with it. Um, after like various years of like this not going away and I still have the same feeling to this day and I just learned to deal with it. Like I would, I probably just felt the same way as I feel right now. And now I'm just like- In this very moment? Yeah, because I thought about that. I'm like, do I still feel like that? I still do. So you feel like horny consistently? Yeah. I think a little bit to a degree. I think mm-hmm. everyone does a little bit, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's Are there moments where you're like, not at all? um yeah sure for sure like where i'm like um well just like in moments where you're like really preoccupied i'm not like i'm i can be super distracted and the last thing i'm thinking about is sex like Mm -hmm. in in general you know what i mean you're so preoccupied in something or an emotion or you're going through something and you're just like no appetite no this yeah your brain is only you're just gone yeah Yeah. um so i've definitely had that where i like have no but at the same time even in my really like sad eras like i'm always like really consistently horny like always oh when i'm sad i'm i'm literally getting off yeah, all the time 24 7 like all the time <laughs> yeah yeah i don't know how much i want to share on this podcast this is because i know like, this whole last bit has been made i've never really I don't know talked to talk about like masturbating as a five-year-old no i've never really talked about sex either i that's kind of the one thing i avoid talking about really yeah a little bit i've been on your podcast with anal princess that was probably the only thing sexual I've ever talked about was the podcast with Prince. And that was her sexual experience. Oh, yeah. It wasn't yeah, mine. So I didn't I didn't have to partake because hers was great. Enough to I, fill the. I was just yeah. I was just rambling questions <laughs> at her. Yeah. Um, so that's why I'm just like, damn, I don't know how much I want to share sexually about myself. That's mm-hmm. like something I never talked about on Tumblr either. You know, I just talked about other things. There's many other things to talk about. Yeah. But here we are talking about sex so this is going in there we'll decide we'll decide after yeah obviously like i know scarlet really well but for people that don't know her as well as me i'm gonna ask some questions that i already know (laughs) so where are you from la are you from pennsylvania um i moved to pennsylvania when i was five tell the truth with my family (laughs) and then we moved back here when i was 11 but i was born here okay we moved into the same apartment that i was born in okay and they still live there, right? They still live there, yeah. I was about to say the street, but I'm not going to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, how did you get scouted? Like, how did you get into modeling? Um, I was scouted in an airport. You were scouted? I actually didn't know that you were scouted really? at the airport. No. Yeah, I was going on, like, a family vacation. I was going to, like, I think I was going to Pennsylvania to visit my family. Okay. And, what um, age? 14. Okay. And a Wilhelmina agent. I think it was Wilhelmina Jill. was both our first agencies. Yeah. That's sweet. And she came up to my mom and was like, oh, has your daughter ever considered modeling? And then gave her the info. And my mom was like, Wilhelmina's actually like a real agency. Like, yeah. It's like a good one. You should consider, consider it. My mom kind of, you know, she because she modeled. So she mm-hmm. kind of was like, yeah, think about it. I was like, absolutely not. Like, yeah. I don't like, I like. I liked being the center of attention as a kid, but like not when I got to high school. Mm-hmm. Like everything kind of changed and I just like hated everything about myself as most girls do. But mm-hmm. like, yeah. So I was like, I do not want to like feel the rejection of like going in there and then getting my hopes up and something. Yeah. But like, I think like almost a year later, like right when I turned 15, I was kind of like, I loved Brandy Melville. Mm-hmm. I, th- that's when that whole thing kind of yeah. like, everyone was into like Instagram photos and stuff. And I was kind of like, oh, maybe. Mm-hmm. Like, if given the opportunity, like, why not see? So I went in and, like, went into the agency and, yeah, they signed me. And then I got a job, like, the next day and I mm-hmm. got my first paycheck. And I remember being like, this oh, is real. We're doing this. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, like, this is a real thing. Like, yeah. this isn't just, like, someone trying to get money from my mom to, like, yeah. pay for modeling classes or something, yeah. you know, which happens a lot, but. Yeah. What was, like, the intro into Brandy for you? Um, I started with, I think I signed with my agency first, and then um, I was doing other jobs. Like, my first job was guest. Your and first job was guest? Yeah. It was, like a, it was like a lookbook. Rad. They, that's, they did a test dude, shoot with like, me. That's sick. Yeah. That's I, what a great first job. Yeah, it was that's actually great, a good yeah. first job. Like, Wilhelmina actually kind of killed it in the beginning for me. I kind of, like, I, I actually think I went to them, and I was like, I want to model for Brandy Melville. And mm-hmm. they were like, no. Why they say, Why would they say no? Because they said that they, they hire girls who aren't models. Oh, yeah. They kind of yeah. were like anybody can do it like you want to hold off for like the bigger brands like we're booking you for like real stuff like Mm -hmm. trust me that's the move and I kind of was like okay Um, and then I went into the store and like they scouted me in the store and we're like Mm -hmm. would you take photos I'm like I can't (laughs) (laughs) my agency said I can't yeah and then I went back to them I'm like I'm doing it yeah (laughs) so I think I started I think I may have shot for Brandy like outside of my agency yeah like illegally Um, and then I kind of like brought that job to them and I was like I really want to do this and they're like okay yeah you're 15 like you can do whatever you want I love how that's the age where you get to decide oh you're 15 now no I think it was like because I was so young they were like you have time to like do play you, like really yeah. want to do this job yeah and like I did like it was like the shit what if you weren't modeling what do you think you would do I probably would have gone to college and to like do figured what? it out just to like be like a more like my dad always said like even if you don't know what you want to do just like to go to college to be a more well-rounded person mm-hmm. you know like you take classes and kind of like figure that out along figure the out what way. you like yeah. yeah but I always wanted to do something like creative so like modeling kind of showed me that you can make money doing that and like meeting people who like everybody around us pretty much does something creative for a living so it's like it kind of gives you like yeah I don't know maybe I wouldn't have done something creative if I wasn't like introduced to so many people who like have been successful from doing things they just like doing instead of like yeah finding a job and doing it like the typical way I guess I feel the same way but I would I don't think I would have done something creative had it not been for all the really inspiring people I met that only do that you know yeah. like literally all of our friends only are dreamers every single one of them mm-hmm. so I think that's cool because that's like kind of like what modeling puts you in because I wouldn't really like would you I guess modeling is technically creative it's like yeah. photography and fashion. It's like creating art. Yeah. A lot of the time it's kind of not your art. You're just it's kind of like a prop your in someone prop. else's art. Yeah. yeah. So it doesn't feel creative for me. Yes. Yeah. Like at least like. It's like very technical actually. Yeah. There are like jobs where you get to have some creative freedom, but it's kind of more rare. I feel yeah. like. Has there ever been times in modeling where you've like want to quit? There was when I was like 18, I think was like the point where it was like affecting my mental health the most. Like how so? Like I think like having no other life outside of that like all my friends at this point were modeling um I wasn't really like keeping up with my high school friends the same like I dropped I didn't drop out of school I finished it online so I was just modeling full-time so I like saw like the real effects of what modeling can do instead of kind of just like doing jobs on the weekends while I'm going to school and doing schoolwork and like having a life outside of that so like then that's whenever I like realized like how insecure it was making me and Mm -hmm. Also, it's just hard working that much as, like, a teenager. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which a lot of teenagers do. Like, a lot of teenagers and young adults, like, have to, like, support themselves. But, like, it was, like, 10-hour days where you're, like, being, like, poked at. And, like, it's, like, a very physically draining job. And then at the same time, like, people are constantly just, like, commenting on how you look. Mm -hmm. And, like, mm, like, 
her shoulders are too bony in that or like just the small <laughs> the smallest little comments that aren't even insults but like as a teenager you're just like oh my god my yeah. shoulders who are too bony no one's ever gonna like me yeah. <laughs> like it's just like everything's the end of the world I think so like being at that age combined with being in like a very weird profession yeah it doesn't make like the greatest recipe for like success. It really doesn't. Yeah. Like young girls Mentally. in modeling, like it's just what the fuck do we expect? It's just, like, so many girls known are to be yeah at some point like really hard on like you. toxic. Yeah. For some people, um, I've actually like never really had like horror stories with modeling. Like people ask me that, and I'm just kind of like, no, like I haven't. I know other girls. There is this one photographer in LA. My friend had a bad experience with. Have you any? Have you had any bad experiences with photographers? Um, like, do you mean someone like, like hitting so, on you or like something? All like, of the above. Like, um, well, I'm uh, maybe not like just a person in a bad mood. Obviously, that's just life. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I, I think I got pretty lucky. You got lucky. Okay, yeah, I got lucky. Yeah. There is a, a mutual friend of ours. Um, I think this photographer is like now blacklisted. I don't know if I should say his name. Probably not, right? I don't know. Yeah, but just in general, like I, I don't I, know I, who it is. Like what? He was this. What was her experience? Like so, he took her to. She was, I think, seventeen. So underage, not even just a young girl, an underage child. He took her to the desert to shoot, like by themselves, um, to shoot. That's already kind of scary. No, I know. To no, shoot. No I'm pretty sure it was just them at the time. I'm pretty sure. Um, and he kept insisting, like, her bandeau, like, be a little lower and be a little lower. And she was just, like, so, like, in that moment realized, like, this photographer is not cool. Um, and then I think she had, like, another, or, like, he made her just, like, wildly uncomfortable to the point where she's, like, I'm alone in the desert with this yeah. guy. Like, the, I like, it. realization sets in that yeah, like, even this- though this is, like, normal for a lot of my jobs like it's still like a dangerous position to put yourself in as a young girl um i think he i can't remember this was so long ago and my memory as both of you guys know doesn't exist so (laughs) most of it's creative anyways um that she told us and her boyfriend at the time and um we were all kind of like this little friend group her boyfriend and like his brother and friend and stuff yeah we went we knew where he lived we went and egged his house <laughs> oh my god that's amazing. in the hills we like literally but this was us at like literally 17 like 18 we're like fuck this guy like fuck you you're not gonna take advantage of like blank like you're not i know we were like yeah. that's so cute it was in fucking our and daniel was there oh Aww. but um yeah that's like the only i remember then she was with freedom at the time pretty sure mm. and um she told her agency like this guy do not bring him with other girls like this guy is not cool yada 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 um and freedom had already been contacted about this guy being inappropriate by other girls that that modeled for brandy i remember like another girl um this other model i don't i don't want to say the names just because it's not my story to tell like whatever but this girl let's say her name's sarah i remember sarah worked at brandy and was just like I report and she was also with freedom and she goes I reported this photographer to freedom and they still sent her with that guy a lot of agencies do that they just well, they'll be like oh yeah, my god thank you for other- telling me like I'm so glad we know and then like I'll see one of my friends working with them like the yeah, next week and I'm literally. like wow yeah. like you don't actually care <laughs> I've had like like um like photographers be kind of like creepy yeah, or like inappropriate yeah where I like can tell they're probably sexually aroused and stuff like that mm-hmm. but I just kind of like I'm like whatever 
Like, I don't really let it, like, make me, like, that uncomfortable. It makes me wildly uncomfortable on the inside. It does. Because I'm not, like, it's already, uh, it was already uncomfortable to do this job at all. Mm-hmm. So if someone's, like, making it worse, it yeah. sucks. But at the same time, I'm not going to, like, say it's a sexual harassment thing. At least for me. I'm just like, whatever. You just suck and I don't like you. And I'm just going to resent you forever. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I choose to deal with it. <laughs> like, I think if, mm-hmm. if you feel uncomfortable, then, like, you're right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I've always believed that. Like, if you feel like, um, is he kind of, like, pushing the limit? Then he is, mm-hmm. usually. And, like, it, it doesn't have to, like, go to, like, the lengths of, like, a sexual assault to kind of totally. be, like... Wrong. You know that it's wrong. Like, mm-hmm. it, your job is, like, being put in a room with a young girl and, like, she's being vulnerable and you're, like, taking advantage of it to a certain extent. Yeah. So, yeah, like, I've been in situations like that, too. But, like, yeah. luckily... Never been groped. Never been groped. <laughs> Uh, borderline what what are you thinking of i had a photographer um we were like drinking and smoking weed on set mm-hmm. not on set it was literally just at his house and he was like a photographer i like really admired oh my he yeah i've shot with him too he was weird yeah he was weird yeah and like i thought like this guy's so cool like we kind of like the second i walked in the door he was already talking about like his relationship issues and stuff like kind of just like felt like was he, super was, was open he talking, straight- was he talking yeah. He did the same thing. I know so much about it. And before ever did uh, he meeting talk, her, did he talk about her private parts to you? No, you told me about this. Though, he talked, but yeah, this photographer that we both shot with. This is explain your story. It's insane. He's so inappropriate. Like just so. Yeah, I think it wasn't till I like looked back at it that I realized like how inappropriate yeah. it was. And then like I think like a couple weeks. Oh no! Actually, when the photos came out my friend hit me up and was like that man like sexually harassed me like mm-hmm. tried to like grab me by the yeah. pussy like yeah. that kind of a thing and i was like whoa and then i was like wait <laughs> i can see that from like my experience yeah. was he on that cancel do you remember like a couple was it last year that list uh i think he I was think diet prada posted it but like mm-hmm. it was an orig- it was it i don't know if it was diet prada or like diet prada just reposted it but it was like a I list. I feel like shit model management. Oh, wait, was it maybe? shit model management? Yeah. Maybe, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but there was a, was he on there? I thought he was. I think he may have been. There were so many photographers I shot with on there. Yeah, there was like yeah, that list was extensive. Yeah, and it was it went into like great detail, and you can kind of like like tell that it was like credible, like like someone like yeah. they knew the front to back. Obviously, anyone can make up anything, but like realistically it's probably true and like it's just so interesting like hearing like these girls like vividly detailed like sexual harassment encounters like it's from people we had shot with and that were like totally cool seeming to me Mm -hmm. or like to like to whoever like just the world i guess and then they have this kind of like sinister like thing there's like a lot of photographers actually i can feel even ones i'm cool with to this day that I still shoot with to this day that I'm like, I can tell you're not doing it for the right reasons, but I still go because they take really good you like photos. The photos. <laughs> yeah. And I just like suck it up, but I can tell I'm like, you're creepy. You're yeah. creepy and you probably do weird she- shit with these photos. Like I can kind of tell because you there's something I'm picking up. And a lot mm. of people, I'm not picking that up. So why am I picking it up from you? Because there's probably something there. I don't know. I'm also just like, I also just listen to my intuition probably too much. Your intuition is probably right. Like, yeah you're still like a beautiful girl like a lot of the time like half naked in front of this guy and he has like he's able to like tell you what to do and like has this kind of in a sense like power yeah also like like a man 
they get very easily excited about the fact that they're like friends and like shooting with like naked girls all the time versus like you cannot you could just do this strictly for the art and strictly for like love of photos and photography and like love of like women's beauty and like not be so excited actually about all like the superficial elements that maybe or maybe the real reason you got into this like i see that all the time where i'm kind of just like do you even like photography do you or do you just like being around models half naked because i can't tell you take good photos but like a lot of people can learn photos and lighting like if you really if you're creative and you have a good work ethic you can figure that out do you You think there's people who like fall in love with photography and get into this because of like they're like love for art and then it kind of ends up turning into that i'm sure like, where that they exists, get yeah. like a taste of this kind of like lifestyle and they think it's just acceptable to yeah you know or they take find, advantage of it or they find like this is working for them too like this yeah. is like i'm getting successful shooting girls and maybe it's just girls normally and then it's like maybe bikinis that gets more traction on instagram then suddenly you're shooting half naked like i don't think like half these people are like just like doing it with like sinister i love exploiting women like i don't think that for the most part i'm sure there's also that person exists but um it does it is interesting like the ones that kind of like set off alarm bells in me of just like there's something that's really not cool about you that I can tell you're sexually like gratified by your job. Mm-hmm. That's what I don't like. There's a lot of photographers I can tell don't are so professional and like are not gaining some like gratification of like look at me. I I don't know. Do you feel like I feel that way? I can name like two photographers that I'm can like you, always. Can you name them? I'll say it to you. You can. T- I know he fucking be, like <clears throat> jacks off to those photos when he goes home. Don't you yeah. think so? I yeah. I think he does. I think he does. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like that's like what I think in my head. I'm like, why and do he's you the even kind of like photographer who like he will talk about? Like I remember the last time I shot with him, one of the last times, and he was like talking about um, other photographers and like how that's other, another thing. Yeah, be like uh, he'd be like, I can't believe like other photographers like don't get a read on like when girls are uncomfortable. Like mm-hmm. he's like, it's so like fucked up that like if a girl says no, then it means no. You shouldn't even question it. Like if she doesn't want to shoot naked, she doesn't want to shoot naked, and then like. I was like pulling out outfits. He's like, should we just do like um, fishnets and nothing else? And I was like, I mean, like, that's like pretty like naked for me. I'm not sure. He's like, I know, but like, I'm not like one of these other photographers. Like, it's me. Obviously, like, it's fine with me. And he did exactly what he thought he was like. He thought he was exempt from the rule. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, where yeah. you shouldn't even question it. If I'm like, oh, I'm not sure, then be like, okay, yeah, of course. Like, let's yeah. do put on a shirt. Like, yeah. <laughs> You know, but I remember being like, that was the first experience I had that I was like, oh, you kind of suck too. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. So that's the funny thing is we started this by saying, oh no, nothing's, everything's Nothing's ever happened to us. And then we like really break it down and we're like, they all kind of suck at the end of the day. A lot of them do. But that's the thing. It's funny that he said that because it's almost like he's like, this is what I want to project out. Like, I'm going to say all the right things of like this and that of like almost convincing himself that he's not like one of the other photographers yeah like i can't believe all these other photographers don't know when to draw the line like telling him like it's like he's saying it to himself it's mm-hmm. like come on like if you were really it's manipulative that, if you're that secure you just wouldn't say anything like you would just like know that you aren't like that if you really felt that way why did mm-hmm. feel the need to ramble on about it for 20 minutes of how you're more different than other photographers i don't know i think that's like funny um because people that wouldn't feel that way just wouldn't feel that way 
wouldn't feel the need to say i'm sure there's exceptions um i'll i'll say that but i don't know i think that's funny i think like a huge like portion of modeling is just like knowing when to shut up and like picking your battles and like that's why it's hard you know it's like i'll wait for this car to pass but um it is like a tough industry in like that sense you know you kind of yeah there's would you agree with that yeah you have like full control in a sense like you can say no to things um you can pass up jobs that you don't want to do at the same time like having that much control over your life a lot of a lot of the time at like a young age you don't know where to draw the line for yourself yeah like you'll maybe allow things that you wouldn't having like grown up a little or like experienced life a little more oh what was i i saw some article today it was like an actress and Mm -hmm. she was talking about like being taken advantage of when she was 17 and like they'd have her like walk around set in her underwear and stuff like this in between scenes like it was just so normal for her Mm -hmm. and um everyone was like well you had control over that situation you could have said no you could have done something differently um or just not done the shoot and it's like well now she's a 17 year old having to decide between losing her job and probably like you know yeah having this now out there as well yeah which nobody really wants to like come out and say like I was taken advantage of or Mm -hmm. it's like embarrassing to some girls yeah there's like just so much that goes into it it's like you don't want to be the one that complains so at least that's how I feel yeah so I've like therefore never complained to be honest and that's why I'm like it's partially knowing like obviously if I ever was actually in a situation where I was like sexually groped something like that yeah i'll say something because i believe in justice like i i'm on that kind of stand of that but like a lot of the time it's just kind of like seeing the flaws of what it is and like not letting it like affect you as a person and that's like half of modeling is just like is like not like just picking your battles i would say Mm -hmm. of like what is this really like that important like or do you want to make it like a lot of money this day like you know what i mean it yeah. sounds crazy that's why modeling is so like controversial to like for young girls should young girls be doing this job yada 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 like it's just like because it is kind of sleazy in a lot of ways um but it's just comes to i would pretty much say every single person that's ever modeled especially the ones that have been like in the industry for like 40 years like the really top models like everyone that does this job like would say probably the same thing which is like there's a lot of like sleazy behavior and it comes down to like not making a big deal about every single thing yeah i would say that yeah picking and choosing your battles yeah and knowing like what you're comfortable with yeah yeah which could also change a lot over time like you could be comfortable with something when you're young and then as you get older you're like i would never let someone like treat me like that Mm -hmm. again yeah which i think probably is like what i've experienced like as i've gotten older but also being more established helps like the more as you like feel like you've got your footing in the industry then you can kind of have more control over it but yeah I feel like also a lot of the time like you can be really modest or uncomfortable with certain things coming into it and then people kind of just like push at you and push at you and push at you until you now think like oh well I've already done like bikini like lingerie is the same thing like I've already done lingerie like topless suggests it it kind of you end up doing things you never think you would do yeah I remember it's funny you bring that example up because like I also it's it's called it's actually like a theory not a theory it's like um it's like a persuasive technique called nudging where they actually use it like in sex trafficking as well obviously I'm not comparing modeling to sex trafficking please but um 
they use that where it's like you do where you end up being able to do something you would once never do where you Mm. start by kind of doing a small favor for them i'm now using a sex trafficking analogy but where it starts with hey like first can you run this favor for me to my friend so something really simple then it goes to can you deliver like drugs to my friend and then it goes to you're sleeping with like the drug dealer and then you're suddenly like habitually selling drugs something Mm -hmm. like they never that's like how if i'm like explaining it so terribly but i'm sure you can get the concept of nudging to do something that you you would never do and with with modeling i i never wanted to shoot lingerie ever like that was like the one thing i just never wanted to do it i remember and like i had huge boobs when i was 16 like i doubled like almost double d size boobs um so almost every single job i got booked for was for swim like when i was young i i think i did every like almost every swim job in la at that time to the point like almost all of them and to the and i hated it it was my least favorite thing to do because a you couldn't eat a big lunch and that was like if i was really annoyed by that because <laughs> it's I, still annoying it's, it's still so annoying <laughs> because i just want to enjoy my day i yeah. don't want to have to think about it and like you have to think about it mm-hmm. like that's kind of what's annoying about it you have to think about it the night before as well so and i remember i was like so like body conscious i was just like oh my god i do not want to be in, in a bikini all day like this is just like not like i don't it's so much different than modeling clothes like it just in terms it just is um and so I remember you get a you get a bigger rate for swim and lingerie. You, yeah, yeah. You so you get a larger you get a larger rate for that. I don't know exactly why. Maybe because it isn't as modest, right? Yeah, it's just more. Um, I feel like there's less people who take those jobs. Maybe yeah. Or like it's just kind of like they have control over those photos. So um, if you're putting yourself in a position, you might not like them. They have to yeah. kind of pay you more. Yeah. Like I guess. Yeah. They. Um, I like with my agency they first had to like convince me to do swim because i didn't want to do swim what are you looking for your buff (laughs) swallows everything (laughs) literally um so no no you're totally fine but um my agency had to convince me to do swim because i didn't want to do swim like i like literally was just like no but it was a good job but i remember my agency was just like um oh, but you can make so much more money doing like lingerie and swim. Like da, 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 I got pitched the whole thing. Oh my, I remember my worst swim job I ever did. This is when I realized I hated my life. Like hated, <laughs> hated my, this was probably the most like embarrassing modeling job. And it was because I was doing swim and it was thongs swim. It was for, oh, I don't want to say the name. I don't want to say the name of anything apparently, but I, <laughs> I don't, I, it was on Venice Boulevard on like midday. Did I show, oh, tell you? No, but yeah, I've you, had similar experiences. I it was two days as well so it wasn't it was fucking brutal it was a big like Ford Bronco car so and that I was washing I was it was washed I was like doing a Ford. that was the concept of the shoe I was washing this Ford Bronco so I had like soap everywhere <laughs> and like this fucking thong on I think I was 18 and um I and cars were honking at me and there was this priest he was a fucking priest (laughs) this priest comes out and starts watching me and i'm like literally like and and meanwhile i'm like trying to be as professional as i can but at the same time i was not shy to be like can you tell them to like i it made me so uncomfortable i was like i can't do this like while these people are here like i this is so bad um he gets on the phone he calls four of his friends to tell them what's going on. 
and they show Did up a bunch of and start friends watching show. you know they, they his friends weren't priests but it was like four of his fucking friends and i was literally and they were all like he had like the little like collar yes, on that's and everything. how i knew he was a priest was was because of the collar <laughs> unless he was wearing it for fun but um i was like wow what a fucking priest you are like that you like really like you're gonna sit here and like it was so inappropriate yeah, it checks out <laughs> and he lived like right like in one of the houses so they told him to leave and he was just like and like moved like 10 feet back and i was like fuck you but anyways um it's just like shit like that like i would have never but you just end up doing that i ended up being in my thong on venice boulevard covered in soap washing a ford bronco getting my photo taken yeah i would have never fucking (laughs) like ever and then it turns into lingerie and now i've done some lingerie shoots i still don't really like doing it i did a job in london and um (laughs) and they I originally got booked to shoot the clothes, like clothing and dresses and normal stuff, sleepwear, all stuff I like. I love shooting sleepwear. That's my favorite thing to shoot. Pajamas. Yeah. <laughs> like literally my favorite fucking thing. Um, so I got booked to shoot that. And then they were like, can we test you for lingerie? And I was like, yeah, like I'll test for lingerie. Like I don't care. Didn't like, th- I didn't think anything of it. I was like, yeah, I'll test. I was on a job. They wanted to test me. You do it. I got tested. They're like, we want to book you for lingerie. And I was just like, and then I was like, I, I actually said no. And then they came back with like a larger rate that I was doing. I ended up <laughs> completely shifting my job there. And I did four days a week of lingerie at the store. And I saw the photos online and like my whole fucking ass like was out in these like thong and thongs and then lace. And I literally had to call my agent being like, can you tell them to either crop up or edit the fuck out of my these things. I was just like, no. And they yeah. they actually were so nice about it. But that was like the first time I'd had like really like, ex- there was like, thankfully only women shop on that site, but like, and o- only girls were gonna see it. But um, that, that actually helped me a lot. But I was just like, I do not want like my f- nipple out and like my ass out online. Like I just don't want that. And that's okay to say, you don't have to be like super cool with fucking everything if you're a model. Yeah. And that's something I learned. I was like, I don't have to be okay with this. I don't have to, I'm doing it. I'm doing the job for you. Mm-hmm. I'm already don't really want to do it. I'm doing it. I'm okay with like drawing the line there. I was like, this is like kind of crazy. But yeah. um, yeah, that's like my nudging experience. And now I'm just like, whatever. Now I'm a girl that's like, that shoots lingerie and swim and I just take the money and go. Yeah. <laughs> I do what like I get booked on, which is like, but since I've cut my hair, I don't really get lingerie that much, which is nice. This is what I wanted. <laughs> this is why you keep it short. <laughs> this is why I keep it short. Yeah. That's the thing with modeling is you don't know what you're going to do day, day to day. And like most of the time it could be chill 90% of the time. And then there's like the 10% where you're not getting a slip that says, this is what your day is going to entail. You're going to be in a thong on Venice Boulevard with yeah. a priest watching you and calling it. You know what I mean? Like, it's so true. Literally. Like you just don't, you know, don't know what know. can happen and like yeah. how you can end up in these situations. And a lot of time you're like, I thought I was like chill like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> it could have been a studio job and it could have been the easiest fucking day yeah. ever. And you just don't know until you show up and you're, you have to do it. Actually. You don't know until you're already uncomfortable and then it's uncomfortable to say something about it. Yeah. And like, you don't know until a your lot of time done. people. Are, yeah. <laughs> a lot of time people what people are like cool about it and want to make you comfortable otherwise the photos won't look good if you're not comfortable plus they're like forcing a girl against her will to do something she doesn't want to do Mm -hmm. like most of the time that's not the case but um it's it's hard to say something it's hard to like feel like a diva and like Mm -hmm. you know not just be like compliant and make everything go smoothly so that they like you and book you again do you have any limitations like have you ever had to fill out one of those forms at your agency of like no no yes 
Like, do you think maybe when I first signed with Wilhelmina, mm-hmm. but I don't think I've done that as an adult. My, I'm, I'm pretty sure my new agency made me do that. I, I've said oh, the only thing I don't shoot is fur and my full yeah. tits. I don't shoot nudity. I've never shot nudity actually. I've only shot like inferred nudity. That's just me though. Yeah. I mean, my agents are kind of the ones who push no lingerie and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So like your agency they, had your back. Yeah, my agency <laughs> definitely has my back. And if I t- if I text them and say like something is bothering me, they'll be like, oh, like they'll they'll figure it out and yeah. do the talking and make it seem like they're the ones who like aren't okay with it, which is nice. Mm-hmm. So it's like I'm not like being a diva. Why are they? Why were they against you doing lingerie? They're not against it. Like if a job pays well, they'll bring it to me and be like, do you want to do this? This mm-hmm. is the rate. It's a pretty good rate. And I'm like, yeah or no, you know. And it depends. They didn't want me doing a ton. It's just that they didn't want me doing just that. And like for a while, like you said, like that's what I was getting booked on was like swim and lingerie and my whole Instagram. Like I did a deal with a lingerie brand recently, mm-hmm. um, but it was worth it for me. I was kind of like, I'm gonna Is capitalize on my Instagram account yeah. because like, why not? Like it's yeah. just like a. My agent would always say, what else do you have it for? <laughs> she's like what what good do you think it does you if you never post anything like why do you have this then? yeah yeah and i'm so bad at the issue is i'm so bad about posting like other stuff that like whenever i do do ads or something like that it's like all that <laughs> you see like yeah. you know um but yeah they just didn't want me being like labeled as like a sexy girl mm-hmm. so that i could do cooler stuff too that's pretty much it well, my agency was totally cool with me being sexy girl. that's what yeah. they push me every day to go back to because so it pays nice. well you're gonna get yeah. paid well they're gonna get paid well but then um the longevity of it yeah it's probably still there like you'll still always be sexy so like you could do it for a long time but you're just not it's like a different kind of it's kind of like a different type of modeling from fashion yeah yeah well realistically like the like the best girls can do both like super sexy yeah. and like super high fashion and stuff like that yeah my, my agent my my agent that i'm with now i've been with her for like five years i think at two different agencies she's like so old school and like love her to death but she doesn't like see a lot of things that like young people would like get you know um and she's like just very old school in like that way and she just like still wants me to grow up my hair and get rid of my bangs and just like be completely like sexy again and she's just like waiting for that she does not get like anything like she's just one of your agents no she's my she's my mate she's tana it's tana oh tana wants you like that tan well tana she like um she she just thinks that's like the best my best form she she also likes um She's also cool with my bangs. And sh- I like made during the pandemic. I was just like, I'm doing it because I would have colored my hair by now. Like I would have dyed my hair purple um, or like light pink. I've wanted to for like since I was a kid and I can't because I'm all like there's so much stuff I would love to there's do. There's so much stuff I would do. Too. But I, I literally have never been able to do it because of modeling. And the one thing I was just going to do was cut my hair. and make it. I just like really wanted to do that. It's also like it's it's like malleable enough. Like you can change it to be to fit into different vibes still it's, it's not, not like, like if you show up with like bright pink hair then that's like a specific vibe yeah. you can't do much about yeah no hair hair color for sure is um I, I i never did because it's it's so like it's too alternative almost you know like you would only really be getting alternative bookings like mm-hmm. jobs that are like really like uh alternative and unless it's like yeah pretty much um so i just like never did that but i would love to if i wasn't modeling i would have probably colored hair at least have tried it by now yeah um but i've just been consistently brunette 
What would you do? What was like? What would be the first thing you would do purple, with your hair? Purple, purple? light. I, I was actually thinking this like two days ago of how how bad I would love to color my hair purple right now, especially because it's short. I would do lavender and I would wear it the same. And I would, oh my God, I want to color it purple so bad <laughs> because it, it would be, it's like finally short enough to do it. Um, I would I would love to have purple hair. That'd be it would cute. look so sick. Um, I would I'd get so into like styling it as well, um, but I can't because that would just like i i just literally can't like i've, yeah. I've thought about it. it would it would hurt every aspect of my life if i colored my hair purple other than my um the the creative liberty in me everything mm-hmm. else would get hurt but besides that um so i just have never done it but i would love to yeah no it, yeah well i mean it wouldn't even it would more so be like what jobs would i book for like acting as well like you know what i yeah, mean like, you would be so I, like, I, like all across every board it would just be like a girl with purple hair versus this yeah. is like and like how we look now is just like you can be twenty thousand different people yeah you know what i mean with the right makeup and styling with purple hair you're just the girl with purple hair yeah it's a bummer you dyed your hair recently yeah you went Dark red, red. Yeah, it was gonna be more of like a ginger, like mm-hmm. something that I was like, well, this is still a natural hair color. Like I could do, you know, cause I wanted, like I've always, same, like I've always wanted to do a bunch of shit to my hair. Mm-hmm. And I think not being able to do it makes you want to do it more. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I thought I was gonna go like, like a natural color, like mm-hmm. maybe a strawberry blonde or just go like full ginger, like kind of fiery ginger. And then I ended up like, all the reference photos I liked were like of the darker colors. They were pretty much just brunette girls that had like auburn yeah. in their hair. Um, so it ended up being not a color that would grow out of your head yeah. naturally, <laughs> but yeah. I loved it. And they were like, yeah, just like the red is fine, but like maybe just go more natural with it. And I just didn't want to, I was like, I already am here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to, if anything, I wanted to keep going darker Yeah. and I just wanted to do like, or brighter red or like something that, cause I just felt so like, felt like you. Yeah. I was yeah. like finally doing something that was for me, like, even though it didn't benefit me in my job mm-hmm. and then I would, I booked jobs, but like I was not making like nearly as much money because mm-hmm. um, the jobs were very they were here and there and like it's more of a specific look than yeah. just being blonde like they yeah. can make you whatever you want yeah I thought the red really suited you like it was like literally really? obviously you suit blonde so well and this I think is like the most probably more objectively uh, like people would like this hair like I and I know I'm not like I, I say that with like a grain of salt I people think my objectively best hair isn't what I look like right now yeah so I just say that because that's how people think but um I really liked it because I thought it like suited your personality too. so well a like lot of it people made said that too it made once you had red hair I was like this just like makes sense like you just like are this person like you are like a red-headed gal <laughs> that's what I thought and then I couldn't even see you as a blonde anymore I'd see photos of you with blonde hair and I didn't even I was like you Me are too. I was yeah. like, who is this? Like, yeah. this just feels right. Yeah. Like, how, especially because it was like, I think just having darker hair in general, mm-hmm. I was like, the clothes I could wear were different. Yeah. Like, I feel like as a blonde, like the beachy look, like if I try on an outfit that I like love, but I'm like, it looks like I'm trying to be this outfit. Mm-hmm. Like, instead of just like, like, I don't know. Like, I feel like I That's look. That's how you felt with red hair? Like, you, with blonde With blonde hair. hair. With blonde hair, I feel like people see me as like, I look like sweet or like, Mm -hmm. like, I don't know. Yeah. But, um, 
darker hair just feels like edgier like darker mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> so like when i would wear darker stuff i was like yeah i look like i would be wearing this <laughs> yeah. i love how that that's like clicked for you in your head <laughs> so stupid you're like i feel like i wasn't supposed like you were dressing up before with blonde hair that's funny yeah like i would wear things that i, I like if i like that outfit but i would yeah. look like um you know if i like wore all black and like wanted to like go like a little more like goth that day i looked like this like sweet blonde girl who's like wearing yeah. a goth outfit <laughs> everyone wants like the grass is always greener yeah of, of course because like, at the end yeah. of the day i was like i don't care enough for people to believe me when i say i'm goth <laughs> you like are like the beauty standard technically like blonde hair blue eyes you know that's like it was of, it was for a while like, i thought we yeah. kind of got to the point that i was like people want different like they're more accepting of people Mm -hmm. who have like original looks now Mm -hmm. so i was like this could be like beneficial even the red if i went red or Mm -hmm. like did something different yeah and i didn't really stick it out long enough to see but i just wasn't making as much money so i kind of was like yeah and then i went blonde and like started working like crazy again because everyone's like oh she's back okay we can we need a book (laughs) oh thank god it's almost like they held off until i was going blonde again and i was like all right yeah i gotta do this yeah until i just like you know get my bag and go (laughs) but (laughs) what are your like plans for like the next five years like where do you kind of see yourself going like what are you excited to like do that was a loaded question there's a few different my dad asked me this recently i don't really have an answer because i i've literally never known i've never known like what i wanted to do what i wanted to be like it changes every day like i even as a kid like i would be so certain like i'm gonna do something like i would find a hobby and be like i'm gonna be what was an it? architect i loved the, building these blocks and like that this is what i meant to do and i would like be obsessed with it for two weeks like i would ask for like something in a specific category for christmas for my birthday and then i'd be on to the next thing i'm like oh, i'm gonna be an artist i just want art stuff mm-hmm. i want like this is what i'm gonna do 24 7 like i'm gonna be really good at it and like i just haven't been able to like hold on to a hobby or like a passion um what, like ever in my life what was it when you were young um predominantly like a hundred different things but it um usually fell into like the category of art mm-hmm. like drawing my dad got me like a pottery wheel when Scarlett's I was little, a great like, little artist painting. for sure she's a really good painter thank you um but I just don't do it enough mm-hmm. like it's and I'm like do I not care about it enough to like want to do it all the time or like you know what I, I think know. it comes down to this is me just like saying like things to myself so this might not apply to you. But I say things like this to myself all the time to like give myself reality checks of like, you're probably unfocused because like of your career style, because like you haven't needed to be focused. You haven't had a, like a, a firm, this is like honest. And sometimes, you know, like sometimes you just need to say this to yourself. At least I say this to myself. Well, I don't even know if this is true. Like this might not even something you have to say, but um, like to at least take it in consideration, like, maybe maybe i'm unfocused because um like you haven't needed to ever be you know most people Mm -hmm. have to be focused in some way like where they don't like make like a really good living off of just modeling you know like modeling so such a chill like um like it's it's the fact that we can like survive and like make like a actual living off of it is crazy Um, yeah but it doesn't require any brain power at all none whatsoever you just show up get your makeup done and go that's literally it um you don't have to say anything you don't even speak english you don't you literally don't (laughs) that's the crazy thing um 
So if you get by for that amount of years not doing anything successfully, you're making enough money to survive and you're also rewarded for like partying and socializing and like connecting. Like you're rewarded for like being social, going out. Your life is just like, well, of course you're not gonna be focused. Of course you haven't really found something you've stuck to because it's just like, you haven't, you haven't, needed, you haven't to. needed to. You haven't needed to. Like if you weren't modeling and maybe you lived in Pennsylvania, maybe, I think about this with myself too. I go, who knows how how more of a dynamic person I would have been had I never been rewarded solely on what I looked like. And that's what I thought was my only like, my only thing redeeming I could quality, do. Only yeah. Redeeming quality, yeah. Like who, who knows like, if I would have been like a director or been like an editor, like who mm-hmm. knows? Like, I don't know what I would have been into had I not been put into this like pause button where you don't have to do anything. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I say this to myself so I get out of it, of just like break out of it, like focus, join the rest of the real world, like stop being like a little bitch. That's what <laughs> I say to myself. Um, yeah. just because like everyone's a victim of their circumstance it's not just mm-hmm. models it's just like anyone it's like it's like anyone is caught up in some sort of like just i guess their own reality like it comes down to that um and whatever it looks like for you and we're in this reality where it's just like you we haven't really had like a strong need um for us to be like super needed in the workforce because we've been rewarded on our looks. It's kind of taboo, but I, I think about it because like it's it's helped me in ways like doing modeling for sure. But at the same time, like how has it probably also really hurt me in my involvement of in terms of like what else I would have done, you know, if I didn't have this crutch where I get to do nothing. Yeah. We're not doing anything. Modeling isn't anything. As much as you want to like say, even like top models, like even if you're literally the top model, it doesn't, it's an art if you're a performer. Like if you're a good model, you're perf- you're performing. Mm-hmm. So that takes skill to a degree, a little bit of talent to be really good at it. Um, and that's kind of all I would say. It doesn't really take much thought. I I wouldn't say it takes thought. I wouldn't say it takes like real intelligence, just performing ability. So I don't know. Um, it's just kind of like an interesting thing of like, maybe this is why, you know, I at least take it into consideration so I break out of it, you know. Yeah, no, that is definitely like a huge part of the reason why a lot of the models, you know, don't really do anything on the side because like you don't need to. Mm. And like, I mean, I think it could be someone's passion. Like, I think that there's girls who are very passionate about modeling and Mm. they show up and like they have, you know, they contribute their ideas and they feel like fulfilled in that. But I think um, kind of being thrown into it and like learning to love it is different than like it being something ingrained in you that like is your passion that you like love to Mm -hmm. do and like also i think both of us like had to learn to look like it like yeah kind (laughs) of like even get used to like having our photo taken and like being comfortable with strangers every day and like yeah all the judgment and stuff that comes from with it but yeah i know it's like now all of a sudden i'm 25 and like my creative side has been like put on pause we just you just get comfortable I, this is like at least a voice in my head that i'm just like now bringing out loud but um of just kind of like stop being a lazy model maybe you don't work be that maybe you're lazy because of this this and this like maybe take it in consideration because it's probably true i don't know this is what i say to myself you don't <laughs> obviously have to listen to it pretty mean but um <laughs> 
also like maybe the flip side uh, like a softer and like like see yourself as a painter or an artist like mm-hmm. just like 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 think of that as your identity not like something that's like on the side it's like i'm a model i'm a painter i'm a this and then yeah you do stuff that affirms your identity that's an interesting way to put it like if like we see ourselves as models because that's like what we do mainly and like usually you aren't you don't consider yourself like your hobbies or like what you like love that's just a part of who you are but like we're like we're like oh like what do you do i model but you don't typically say like like you you have you have multiple jobs at this point like you're a model and an actress yeah and you have a podcast podcast, yeah (laughs) i I forgot about that i have two full-time jobs which is podcasting and modeling Mm -hmm. and then i audition as well um but so you consider podcasting like a full-time it's job. so con- time consuming <laughs> it's a full-time job it's actually like so insane um i didn't think it was gonna be this time consuming i'm like way in over my head <laughs> the fact that i have to do this forever is crazy um but yeah no I've, i have two full-time jobs for sure but that's the thing i would say kind of this i respond though better me personally and i actually have learned kind of as i've gotten older this is something i had to learn um it's not everyone's the same like my best friends my best friend from my hometown sophie um whenever we get in arguments like which is like pretty rarely but when we do i'm always coming in so hot where i'm just like so like i say exactly what i i'd be like this is not like she can be kind of messy and i'll be like that's actually what we fight about most of the time it's just she's ridiculously messy and i'm just like you can't like no like you like if you're at someone's house like oh for a period of time like you have to clean up after yourself like we've known each other since we were kids like so we can say to this each other at this point and she'll be like i don't respond well to that like i do not and i have something i've had to learn because that's how i talk to myself you know of 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 i respond well to being reprimanded and like kind of a harsh criticism and a critic i don't respond well to being like this is the path you should be really nice yeah, to you. i don't respond like sugarcoating i don't respond well to that i don't i want to know the cold hard facts and the truth and i want it to be told in the meanest way <laughs> <laughs> i'm not kidding it really works for me and and then i have to remind myself it doesn't work for everyone but um but that is something um like i wouldn't like tell myself i'm an actress I want to say that to myself because I, I have to be I have to be successful enough in my head to call myself that like I wouldn't I would have to book a certain amount of things like I would be way crueler I don't know like I don't know but that's how I that's how I deal with it Sam's approach is kind and sweet and like you can look at yourself like that and if that works like I I am all everyone's every single person on this planet's different it will be hard at first because you don't have a lot of evidence to support it. Like, they say it when you, like, are trying to quit smoking. Instead of being, like, someone who's, like, hey, do you want to smoke? It's, like, no, I'm trying to quit. You just say, no, I don't smoke. Mm. And, like, it will seem like like you're a lunatic at first because your friend will be, like, dude, you were smoking last night. <laughs> like, no, but I don't smoke now. Like, you yeah. have a lot of evidence to support it. Um, but as you go on, you, you accumulate it. Mm-hmm. I think that you, like should lean into your creative side more and yeah. like that's the thing is like why i brought up the whole modeling thing in the first place is because like there's no desperate need why would you you know like you need something to fuel you you know, know. we just get comfortable and we just get comfortable so many models do and you're you're it's just like being in the in the situation you are and if anyone watching this thinks that they would be different you'd get comfortable too. It's just how it is. You respond to re- your reality. That's how it works. Everyone responds to the reality. You go to prison, you respond to that reality. 
everyone's a victim of their circumstance to a degree. There's personal, um, what's the word? Personal accountability, of course. And I, I definitely believe in that a, a lot, um, which is why you can change it at any point. But you also get comfortable and you adapt to your surroundings and you adapt to how you're treated. And if you're treated a certain way your whole life and you've never needed this strong need to get in the workforce or like change your whole like outcome of your life, you're not going to do it you know yeah i think everybody has different like levels that they're born with of like determination and stuff yeah and like i i feel like i have been the kind of person who's always just been like yeah i'll figure it out like so sure about that but like don't have any sort of self-discipline whatsoever yeah like i'm very easy on myself yeah <laughs> like if i'm like oh i've had a rough week i'm just not going to do anything this week because i need that like yeah you don't need to have that mindset, but I'm like, that's just like what I tell myself because I can get away with it at this point in my life. Mm -hmm. But yeah, if I was in a situation where I couldn't take off a week and like had a nine to five job and you'll lose your job if you don't do that, like, I don't know who I would be. Maybe it's because this is what I've been doing for almost 10 years. So like, I'm just mm -hmm. in this mindset now. Don't have enough um, pressure. You don't have any pressure. That's the problem. You know what I mean? Like, because I felt the same way. That's why I know you feel that way to a degree. I felt no pressure at all. I was like coasting through life, literally mm -hmm. coasting through life. That's what modeling is. This is me again. I, I can't help actually, but be harsh about it because this is how I literally can. I'm trying to stop and I can't. <laughs> I like, literally can't. Um, but I, because that's what I respond to. I, I'll say, I said it once, I'll say it again. But um, I think it's, it's good to find a way to give it to yourself, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, whether it's fear of regret or it's... That's mine. Mine's fear of regret, too. That's, that's like the what thing motivates that... me, is fear yeah. of regret. Some people are motivated by power. Having the most power in the world, having the most money in the world. I'm not money-driven. I've never been money-driven. I, I actually... That's something that probably hurts me in my life, is the fact that I don't really care to make, like, the most amount of money... I actually just have never really cared about that. And... My podcast company could tell you they hate me. <laughs> um, but um, it's good to give yourself something to fuel you, to propel you. And if it's nothing, if you have no pressure, I didn't have strict parents either. You know, a lot of people are fueled by wanting to make their parents proud or wanting to live up to their parents' unrealistic expectations. Or there's their brother's a doctor and their parents were all doctors and you have to be one too. Like, mm -hmm. I didn't have that. I have no pressure on me. And then I was given this life of being a model and same with you, where it's just like, here's a life of never having to worry. And what, the, the quintessential retirement plan for modeling quintessentially is marrying someone. That's, I've heard agencies say that. Where they go, a girl, like a famous model, I remember this old agency I was with, retired, or not retired, she she married this guy, this like billionaire, millionaire, whatever. And they're like, oh yeah, she just did the, and they were so candid about it. Oh, she just did the classic model retirement plan, you know, marry billionaire. And I heard that and I was just like, this is what Whoa. people think of models. But it's kind of true. It's true for a lot of people. It's true for a lot of people. That's like all, so we don't have, and that's, and I'm not here saying like there's something wrong with like just being a mom for a long time. That's all I wanted to do too, was just be the best mom and not have a career. Like I just didn't think that I thought that's all I wanted to do was just be the best mom ever. Um, but I think it's good to, to make yourself like push yourself, you know, mm -hmm. and like find a reason to do it. And if you feel like, no, we had, we've had conversations like similar where we like kind of like talk about like, 
motivating each other yeah like getting to do something like you know you'll like tell me about your like acting classes and what you learned and I'm like taking notes <laughs> like have a little notepad out no because like, I want you to be brave because <laughs> I want you to come I really I want you to come I, I, I know I, it's one of those things I know I need to I know I need to because it makes me so deeply uncomfortable but that's why I need to do it yeah it's like just be that's such a vulnerable thing like mm-hmm. I'm at the point where um, modeling now is like it's just so normal that mm-hmm. like when I show up and like I'm in front of a camera in that way it's not I don't even think twice about it but like when the second someone's like oh like we're gonna do a little video portion my whole demeanor changes like it's crazy it's like it's literally the same thing and like I can do that I've done commercials and stuff but like the amount of like stress that I feel inside the second that situation slightly changes i'm like i don't understand i don't understand why yeah then maybe it's not for you and that's also totally okay you know what i mean like that that might just not be your thing and like your thing might be being completely immersed into art and painting you know and like illustration you know like maybe you'd be a really great this the reason why i'm like i'm so like on this case is because my point is is like there's more to you than just being pretty and that's what modeling is it's like all you are is being pretty and i know there's like more to every single girl and like what if we never did modeling what would we actually be good at that uses like who we actually innately are with our skill set with our passions that we innately have and so i'm just curious like because you you are like multi a multifaceted person like you actually are it's just you just don't feel pressure to do anything with it which is like a lot of people a lot of like trust fund kids feel no pressure and i would say the same thing to them well like it's probably because you're a trust fund kid it's probably because you're a model i've said the same thing to myself it's like Mm -hmm. get up off your ass feel pressure i don't know sorry if i'm like acting crazy this is just what i say to myself you're not acting crazy (laughs) good good but it's true i don't know i just like i'm fine with saying the truth honestly Mm -hmm. that's how i feel about it it's like maybe that's true maybe that is true maybe why you haven't felt the need to like no yeah it is you know yeah, it definitely is. I've even be, been given the opportunity to, like, make money off of art. Mm-hmm. And still, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do that for sure. This is, like, something that I've wanted since I was a kid. Like, that probably is the one thing that's been consistent of all my, like, career paths that I've had in mind for myself. Um, but then I'm, like, opening the door to take a hobby and turn it into a job and I'm like, that stops sounding fun. And it sounds like something. Now I'm going to have to paint this thing. I'm going to yeah. have to make, make 12 of something to put it in a gallery. And like, then it, I don't know. I, it, it's like, I'm afraid of real work. Mm-hmm. And like, that's the mindset I have to change. Totally. Wow, it sounds so lame. No, it doesn't. I think, I think a lot of people are going to relate to feeling like that, especially at one point in their lives. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I think every, except the people that are like type A, like come out of the womb driven and ambitious, which is a lot of people, but like I don't relate to them. I'm like really inspired by you guys though. You guys are fucking sick. Like for real. I like wish yeah. I had Yeah. Like I wish that. I had something. Yeah. I wish I had 5% of you. But, um, but I'm the same as you. Like was so unmotivated, so didn't want to work, so didn't want to do it. Literally the definition of a slacker. Definition. Mm-hmm. Did not, like <laughs> literally. So I've said horrible things to myself to, to, to wake myself up and be like, get up off of your ass. You don't work because you're a fucking model. Like I say all this shit, so I wake up. Mm-hmm. I think that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> if it works for you. It works for me. It and does. I, I don't know if it's like modeling or 
for me it's modeling at least that i know that's the reason i think it's like what modeling's given you like i think it's that you have security in a lot of different ways what do you mean like you can make money off your instagram if you wanted to quit modeling today you probably could and make Mm -hmm. a living off of like tiktok and instagram and stuff like that um and now you have a podcast because of the platform that modeling's given Mm -hmm. you and people are interested in what you have to say um so i think it's maybe more because like there are models who do wake up every single day you know bright and early and go to castings all day or and um do test shoots all day and make very little money and like have to work very hard to even like pay rent no totally so there's different like levels to modeling and like i think that we've both just gotten to the point where we can be comfortable so i think it's oh yeah yeah that's a good point of like there is that aspect of model and that's the thing is like when when you're in new york like that is kind of what you're doing you go to castings every single day yeah you have days where you have no castings Mm -hmm. or you have like two two weeks where you don't work at all and your friends want to go on a trip and you can go because you don't have a nine to five so like regardless of the there's still so much free time in it um and that allows so much um just freedom like just blade and freedom i think it's just like like, yeah, like finding something that motivates you. Yeah. We need to find out. We need to get to the bottom of this. No, I think like, I do have things that motive. No, yeah, I need to find something that motivates me. Like, to the degree of, like, maybe making it a priority outside mm-hmm. of modeling. Like, with the amount of time off I have, like, to be like, this is my job today because I don't have modeling. To a degree, like, to do make that step, it's, like, changing your life, you know? So it's not just, like, I'm going to, like try for a period of time and then like quit again you know because that's what it can be it's more so just like that's deciding like, to be a different person mm-hmm. you know is what it, it kind of really is it's that kind of decision you have something consistent which is you love to illustrate mm-hmm. that's like there's something there you know what i mean i just know you have so much to offer the world like you actually do you're so good at painting you're so good not everyone's good at that some people are creative and not good at that like you know what i mean like i like that you just like have you have like like you have so much to offer you could also just be like you could maybe not use if you don't want to do illustration you could use like your people skills you could be like a really great like uh, this is like a random job but like if you have really good people skills and 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 empathy for people you could be like a social worker you could be like a really great guidance counselor like that would give me purpose that kind of Mm -hmm. that kind of talk job so maybe that doesn't speak to you but or sound interesting but it would be a really cool job you know like those kinds of things like there's so many things beyond like just modeling that you could do yeah i think and i think you know that yeah yeah i think i've just been waiting for like the time in my life that i feel motivated to to do it and Mm -hmm. like i think i'm always i've always i've told you this before like been so focused on like love like that's like the number one like yeah thing that drives me determines my mood day by day like I've like always been like a relationship type of person and like whether I'm like um single or not like I'm thinking about like who I'm like who I'm gonna end up with like that's like what in my mind like I think about when I think of what my life looks like I'm I'm not even thinking about like what I'm doing as a job at that point I'm just thinking like who am I gonna be with that like makes me really happy and like we get to do all these like fun things together like I want to like I see like things that I want to do with like a family and stuff like that kind of similar to you like being a mom yeah but um no yeah I don't know like in five years what yeah having no no having having Scarlett as my friend I think we are like literally opposites in this way because I learned so much 
from you being my friend and like you as someone who like leads by going around by going like how do how do i phrase it like you you lead your life guided by love essentially is what you're saying and i don't like i'm so analytical and so avoidant that i don't Mm -hmm. love is the last thing i'm thinking about like literally bottom of the list if it happens it happens don't care and so it's so cool having someone with like a genuine different perspective that i probably should hear you know of like here's the other argument and here's the other like it's nice like even when you date people you see like how another person does life you know it's cool seeing how another person does life and like how they look at the world and how they like perceive everything and what they prioritize and what they don't you know and it's nice like having you like your perspective around because um it like you've like taught me so many things like along the way of like no this is normal charlotte (laughs) or like 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 if if it weren't for scarlett on my life like i don't think i ever would have had like even a thing with a guy (laughs) like i would have been out of there so fucking quick scarlett's like been like literally sat me down before and been like charlotte like all guys can be like this like don't worry like this is fine you're over dramatic and i'm like okay you're gonna be disgusted many times throughout your relationship <laughs> like there's never gonna be a guy that is like cool all the time yeah. you're gonna you're gonna have to get used to seeing someone like be uncool and you stop being like faced by it you kind of just like oh like that's a person that like is lame sometimes yeah. and like that's okay but mm-hmm. like obviously you like that shouldn't be like how you see them like you're like you don't want to see them as like a lame person you're not going to want to be with a lame person but like there's things that you're going to give you they're going to give you the ick no you like really like ground me in that way like you like (laughs) give me a real reality check where you're like no this is this is how it works like this happens like yeah i remember you telling me but honestly i do credit you and tessa for helping me with like every like situation that i've been in with guys where i'm like forcing you to like <laughs> stick around <laughs> yeah just so that you have an experience it's not no, even I like know. this could be love your life don't lose them it's like no probably not yeah. like it's just like st- like just stick, stick around for the experience yeah. so that you can like you learn this is yeah. one little thing you've learned about them it doesn't yeah. mean like oh this is not the right person now because it did something i didn't like yeah like it's no that's yeah. that's for real so cool because you i've noticed this about you which is like this is where i i notice it the most um like our differences but it's nice having friends with different perspectives. Like, I, I think that's actually right, really important. important. Yeah. yeah, it is. It's vital, actually. But um, you, like, as soon as you're in, like, a relationship with... If, if you feel a spark in chemistry with someone, you, you kind of, like... Like, no, this isn't this isn't supposed to be in a bad way. I actually kind of... It's just the opposite of me. You kind of, like, ignore the red flags. But in a way, like, I, the reason why I think it's cool is because as someone who does the opposite like you have lived so many more experiences than me like with all of these romantic partners like not like people you have got a lot of experiences has been in like three like serious relationships like now on her third so this i'm i'm being insane I, that that was the wrong, wrong way to say it but um <laughs> all of her lovers um but even still like and and then obviously like there's people like in between that you don't like quite date which is life like that's everybody yeah. actually but um you like test the waters yeah um that's also fun in itself but i like that you literally i can tell her are 
guided by only your heart and like though and like you're okay with like it's like it's the most like fearless thing you could do like it's like courageous what you do because you're like i don't care if i get fucking hurt i don't care if i cry this that and i'm like devastated and like that's like the true like courage is like being okay with like it not working out and like being okay with like possibly them fucking you over and like just surrendering to that so i think that's really cool that you're able to do that and like part of me like i see that and you like have like you're always in love like not always but like you're oftentimes in love that's cool that's (laughs) really cool no i'm serious like that's really cool and like i think that's like i think that's so important to like like just have around you and so i i i like i'm like appreciative that i just like have a friend that like gives me this like really like like sincere approach to like love and like she's just like so brave and you wear your like heart on your sleeve and it's just so like brave to me and I think it's really cool and I'm going about it in the way that's like scared and like uh avoidant and just like I don't really need it and like it's nice having someone that's just like fears nothing and like just goes in head first and like is okay with what goes down I think it's cool (laughs) thanks (laughs) Do you do not agree? I think yeah, it, I think that there's a lot of like self sabotage that comes along <laughs> with it, but at the same time, um, yeah, I think that's in one way that I live like without like I, I live based off of like fear of regret. Like I mm-hmm. will literally run a relationship into the ground. <laughs> like, as you know, like I was with someone for three years and then with someone for four years, almost like very soon after, and. Um, that's a long time. Like mm-hmm. I haven't been single for seven years and I, I really stuck it out for like over a year of being single. Mm-hmm. Um, but still I would like fall in love every day. <laughs> like when I was single, like I just see like, um, the, I think I just like see like the good in everybody. Like, I don't know if that's like, if I choose to see the good mm-hmm. in everybody or like if it's just like comes naturally where I'm just like, or everyone's like a romanticized version of themselves when I first meet them. I love that. <laughs> and, um, that doesn't last very often. But if it does, even for a little bit, then I'm like, no, there's something here. There's potential. I don't want to like lose someone who could be like the love of my life, even if I'm pretty sure it's not. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) But yeah, so I just like stick it out. And it's nice obviously to be on, to have your perspective as well. Like the same way you need my perspective, like I need yours and like you can you try to keep me grounded. <laughs> like you try I, to make me worked, see. Nothing's worked, actually. Nothing, anything has. Um, <laughs> I just have to like learn by experience. Like, I but. look at you like you're like my daughter. Like in the, only in the sense of like I have two friends of mine, Scarlett and my friend Sophie from my hometown, that like literally bring me to tears <laughs> because of how much I love them. It's cry. starting. <laughs> And I literally have like such a pure like I just love Scarlett like she's my I'm gonna cry. <laughs> but I literally I I like I just love you like my daughter, like legit legitimately <laughs> like I have something wrong with me. I, I have something wrong with me. I don't know what it is. But um and so I like as like your mother in my head, I'm like I just have to let you because I care I'm so invested in like your issues like whenever you're in a relationship and someone's like no i'm like really invested i really Mm -hmm. care that it's like 
to the point like where I like literally have to have had to been like you need to step away. It, aff- you it affects to, you. Like, I know. You need to let her make her own decisions. <laughs> I've had to say this to Sophie too because there's so I'm because I want you guys to like not be like annoyed by me. So I'm just like I just like have to like let it be what it is. Um and um do you think it's like for the protectiveness that makes you feel like it's a mother-daughter relationship like i'm curious about this the reason i say mother-daughter is because like i think like (laughs) i'm i like i don't know like oh my god i like hate my fuck i like have problems i literally am so sad like i need help i think (laughs) like like the reason i say because i don't know what it's like to like love like a daughter yet mm-hmm. but i think this is like the closest thing um so that's why i say that oh my god I need that's help. actually so sweet no but I, I need i'm so sorry um but like that's why because it's like such a like um oh my god i need apologize yeah no it's just like annoying for me um like i would like to um whatever but um like i <laughs> Um, how am I gonna phrase this? Like, it's just like, um, like I I get worried, like a mother does. Um, like I don't know, like it's I think it's like the closest thing, like in my imagination, um, to like what it would feel like <laughs> to love a kid. Sorry, I like literally have problems. <laughs> <laughs> I literally do, but um. That's why I say that. Because, like, I... Because, you know, when mothers get so worried and, like, um... Like, it's, like, a part of their hearts, like, out there, it feels like Yeah. That. Yeah. I'm cutting this out. <laughs> so that is the cutest thing I've ever fucking heard in my life. Oh, my God. Um, but, yeah. I, I mean, that probably comes along with, like... Do you think that's because, like, me and Sophie both kind of live, like... Um, like we're what's the what's the phrase like we kind of just like live by our hearts instead of our minds so like you fear like the pain that you're afraid of like you're afraid of us experiencing it that, that's a good that's an interesting theory I've never thought about actually um I think partly maybe like I maybe something to take into consideration that I'll think about but um it's I think it's mostly mostly due to the fact that um like Sophie's like my best friend from my hometown and like I would say you're my best friend here like to mm-hmm. be honest you guys are like my two best friends um sorry to other friends watching um <laughs> I like yeah but um and I just like I can't like control like who I like love like like that and like mm-hmm. I just love both of you guys like in a way I don't like love my other friends and I think it's because um I'm, like, very much, like, attracted to um, people's, like, hearts. Like, that's the most important thing to me. Like, yeah, like, intelligence, this and that, whatever. Um, Or, like, creativity is all, like, very enticing and, like, that's also very attractive. But um, bottom line, like, it comes down to people's hearts. Like, that's the most important thing for me. And you and Sophie just have such good hearts. Like, you guys are just two really good-hearted people. And that, like, triggers me. Like, that, like that like like touches me and that like makes me um like fully like i like i think like what it is like oh my god i'm so sorry um don't apologize no it's like it's just annoying that like i even 
how hard I'm trying not to cry. Like, can't. <laughs> and that's annoying. That it's out of my control. That's annoying. And that's why it frustrates me. Um, but, like, I think I have, like, my one of my problems, like, is I have, like, an attachment problem, I would say. Like, I don't really attach to many things, including mm-hmm. my family. Sorry, Sam. I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> she said, oh. <laughs> He knows. I'm like really trying and I'm going to get there and Sam will probably be the first person I do it with. I could see at least I think so. Um, But I do think Sophie was the first person I actually allowed myself to attach to because I wanted to attach to something. Mm -hmm. And I think I did it with you too. And I think um, like um, I think that's where it comes from is I I finally I hate this. (laughs) But I think it's like I finally. Oh my god! This is so annoying. This is so annoying. This is such an annoying issue to have. You don't understand. Being emotional, it's like it's fine. No, it's it's, com- it's a it's just annoying. Like, oh, it's annoying. Like I would love to be able to stop this. That's what I'm working on. I don't think <laughs> you like being next, out of control. That's my next skill set that I'm gonna acquire. I can feel. But I think um I think it's just the fact that I've like given both of you guys like like. I allowed myself to care about you to, I think, the extent that I can, you know? And I think yeah. I just love, like, people really deeply, if I allow myself to. And I think I just love you guys, like, a lot. I think it's what it is. But, yeah. Well, I think that's what, that's kind of what you, like, mean when you say, like, you feel like a mother-daughter like relationship, it's like, fa- it's like a family. Yeah. Like, you feel like... Well, it's just like, I like, like, um, yeah. Like, it's just like, yeah. I think it's just like the equivalent of like loving like like the closest thing I can imagine is like a daughter because like I don't know if I would like love like my like mom like this you know where I'm like worried sick about what's like like, yeah you you don't really worry about like your parents like that but um yeah it's like the closest thing like I'm I'm sure I'll love my daughter similarly to like you and Sophie (laughs) aww (laughs) I like want to kill myself (laughs) Um, damn. Do I still look fine? Yeah. Okay. Be honest. Yeah. You look like you cried a little. That's it. Cool. Um, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's fine. Like I, like I've literally say this to Sophie all the time, and she doesn't believe me. But I'm like, there's like no way. This is also the mother daughter thing. I'm like, there's no chance. And I know this for certain that you could possibly love me even equal because i know that no no no. she rolls her eyes too i don't care it's something i know something i know and it's and i'm okay with it it's and i i've talked to my therapist about this and he thinks it's actually really healthy for me (laughs) he's like that's really nice that this is the first like you're like okay with relinquishing control of loving someone more and you you really believe that you do and i'm like yeah i'm totally fine with it like i'm genuinely like this is where i i'm I'm happy here i'm really cool here (laughs) Yeah, I don't think that's true, but it's okay. You have to say that. <laughs> I don't have to say that. I mean, I could just be like, "That's so sweet." Thank I'm you. Also Sorry. <laughs> yeah, this is definitely. <laughs> don't know what to do here now. <laughs> no, I'm okay. actually not allowed to love you. <laughs> you can't. I can't allow it. Apparently. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What should we like close on? Oh, we're closing? No, we can keep going. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. 